the box. You opened it. We came. It's just a puzzle box! Oh no. It is a means to summon us. Who are you? Explorers in the further regions of experience. Demons to some. Angels to others. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. My name is Eric. Sitting across from me is Arwen. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies. And this week, we're continuing our horror-themed month. I don't think Arwen liked the movie. This goes on an Arwen hates this movie list. Really? It's not good. I, I disagree. The movie is Hellraiser, rated R. One hour, 34 minutes, and we saw it on Hulu. Yes. It's directed by Clive Barker. Mm-hmm. It stars Andrew Robinson, Claire Higgins, and Ashley Lawrence. And it is the exact same plot as Gremlins. Well. It is 100% shot for shot Gremlins. No. <laughs> no? All no, right. but it, it did remind me of Gremlins at the beginning. Yeah. So at the beginning, uh, you see this man at some sort of Chinese thrift store. Which is very similar to the Gremlins theme, yes. And he buys this puzzle box. And they call the puzzle box something, and I've forgotten the name of it already. I I didn't catch that either. I just thought it was a box. No, it's called something. I'm sure it has a weird name. And then the guy goes to his room Mm -hmm. in his home. He opens it up. A bunch of chains start uh, hooking him up, Ugh. and they drag him to hell. They tear him apart. Well, you yeah. don't see that. That's the thing. You don't see that. You see the chains come out. You hear him kind of in agony, and then you you see this pillar spinning with hooks and meat and and Gore. flesh and, yeah. and body parts and grossness. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just... It's not my movie. It's an amazing scene. What's weird is... The visuals that you just put out <laughs> are exactly what we like at Happy Fun Time Movie Hour. No, no, no. But no, it, no it's it's weird because you see these, these weird creatures come out. And it's Pinhead, I think, that puts his face flush together, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, well, that's weird. And then the room cleans itself... They all disappear. No more pillar. No more meat. Grossness. You know. And then they're like, oh, nothing happened here. Right. So anyway, this is a book. The the movie's based on a uh, short story by Clive Barker. Was it more informative than the movie? I'm sure it is. Okay. Um, The Cenobites have arrived in other short stories by Clive Barker. What is a Cenobite? It's a Cenobite is actually an ancient uh, word that I, I don't remember the is exact it like term. a hell demon or something. No, no. Cenobite is an otherworld, otherworldly creature. They can't come to Earth unless you open their box, and they uh, come to uh, either recruit you or destroy you. Interesting. And they destroyed old Frank, didn't they? Yeah, he, I think he had it coming. He probably did. Yeah, I just wrote. Guy buys puzzle box. Guy opens puzzle box. Mysterious light. Hooks. (laughs) So, 
we get introduced to uh what's her name julia julia and larry and larry a married couple Mm -hmm. julia is a frosty witch i was gonna say a milf Ugh. what really yeah she's hot what hot to trot she's dtf (laughs) oh my gosh yeah you said that i did Uh uh-huh but they inherited the house yeah, some relative died, and yeah. they were obviously into some really weird religious iconography. Yeah, yeah. There's like statues of Mary and and Jesus, and I think. Other and just weird, weird statues. All the windows are stained glass. Yeah. We see Kirsty for the first time, who says she's got a room, mm-hmm. and she's all excited about this. And her dad is Larry. Yes. Her mom is not uh, alive. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsty kind of, I was watching the movie and I was like, man, she looks really familiar to me. Yeah. And I was like, she kind of looks like a really young Gal Gadot. Yeah, a little bit. Like like maybe a, a relative type. Yeah. I, I really do like her eyes though. Like her eyes, they they frame her eyes so well throughout this movie and the next one that you just, you know what she's thinking. Oh, uh-huh. So... Larry is moving their bed up the stairs. Oh, God. You know? Yeah. It's just, he he scratches his hand real bad, or he cl- cuts it on a there nail. There was a nail, yeah. He cut it open. And he bleeds on the floor in which Julia is standing. Let, let's talk about what Julia was doing in that room first. Okay, so there's an old mattress on the floor, and she's looking at pictures of... Frank, who we haven't been formally introduced. No. Um, but Frank is there. Well, not there. And she takes a picture, rips the woman out of the picture, and puts that picture in her pocket. And they were naughty pictures. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like Naughty. Like, um, those are private. But, yeah, he, he just, apparently he's a amateur photographer. He seems to be an amateur a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, Larry came in, blood all over the floor. She's like, oh, let's go take care of this. Very calmly, too. Yeah. Like, nonchalant kind of care. And uh, they go take care of it, and then suddenly we see a pretty decent practical effect of a uh, endocrine system basically coming back together. And yeah, the bones. floorboards kind of just soaked up the blood. It was kind mm-hmm. of interesting. So blood brings them back. At least in Frank's case, it yeah. did. And there we are. He's back, but he's not whole. Right. And they're having like a dinner party later that day or maybe the next day because Kirsty's over mm-hmm. with some dude. Her boyfriend. Yeah. We find he's out. He's not really I'm, established in I, the movie at all. I'm wondering if the... I, I thought it was like boyfriend and the boyfriend's family, like it, his parents. Kind it could of thing. be. It yeah, could it's be. not it's explained just, well, no. and it doesn't really matter. It's just some sort of house party, and Julia goes upstairs because she hears a noise. She's like, mm-hmm. "Wonder what that could be." She gets up there, and of course, Frank's coming right at her, like crawling like some psycho puppet. Don't look at me. Yeah. And we found out from earlier that 
through some really weird flashbacks that Julia slept with Frank. Oh, yeah. On, on her on wedding, wedding dress. day. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, this is bizarre. So they had some kind of an ongoing affair. Exactly. He's like, the blood brought me back. You need to get me more blood so I can become whole again. Which turned into a... Uh, feed me Seymour. Yeah, yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah, it became the exact plot of a uh, little shop of horrors. <laughs> a little bit. Mm-hmm. I need blood. Julia says she'll do anything for Frank. Yeah. But then there's there's a scene like somewhere around this part where Kirsty mm-hmm. has a dream about her dead mom possibly, and she thinks her dad's in danger. Yes. Julia feeds. Some dude to Frank. Um, they meet at a bar. She she like hit him with a hammer too. Yeah, she hit him in the back of the head with a hammer, and then she hit him in the in the face with the hammer, and then Frank took over from there. There was a really good effect here, though. Yeah, like she hit him in the mouth in mm-hmm. the jaw area, and uh, they did a really good job of practical affecting like, the, that look of like mangled jaw. Yeah, they mangled his it, face wasn't as gross as I thought it was going to be. I, I did write down here, I want a house with stained glass windows. That's funny. So, Julia killed the guy. Frank eats him, and he's able to walk. Yeah, he originally only became like half the body, it seemed yeah. like. So this one, it fixed the bottom half. Mm-hmm. But I don't think anything else. Like, how much blood did he need? Because... Uh, just a few little drops dropped on the floor originally, hmm. and that brought most of him back. Actually, there was quite a bit of blood, it seemed like. Yeah. He, he kind of splurted everywhere, but it wasn't a body's <laughs> worth. Splurted. <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> what's really gross. Frank has no skin still, though. Yeah. What's really gross is he tells Julia to come here. Yeah. And she shakes her head no. Right. And it was kind of funny. And then he's like... Come here. And I think he moved to her and he looked like he was going to put his finger in her mouth. Mm -hmm. And I could not help but blurt out during this movie, don't you put that finger in your mouth. Because it was so gross. (laughs) Yeah, it is a little gross. Uh, But, you know, that's that's the price you pay for having a timeless classic. A timeless classic? Yeah, Hellraiser. It's a timeless classic. It's it's something. I wouldn't call it a timeless classic. <laughs> Kirstie works at a pet store. Yes. Um, she catches a guy eating the grasshoppers. Yeah, it's a vagrant we saw from earlier. Yeah. She keeps seeing him. It's a little weird. Right. At one point, Julia said that she was not feeling well. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I'm feeling sick. Get me brandy. Yeah, she was hiding in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. So Frank is aware that the Cenobites are coming after him. Yes. He doesn't know when, Uh huh. but he needs to hightail it out of there. Yeah. So the faster he gets his skin and body back, he's leaving. Yes. And Julia probably will go with him. Right. That's the plan. And there. Oh, yeah. There and seems... Frank has the box. Yeah. It's like, how did you get the box back? Yeah. Where did that box come from? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Because the box disappeared at the very beginning mm-hmm. after, you know, it reset itself. So it seems like the plan is that eventually Larry 
is going to be a victim of Frank. Yeah, it, you definitely. just get that feeling. It's gonna happen. Well, that foreshadowing, the dream, right, and the fact that Larry is such a passive aggressive. He seems like a really nice guy. I didn't like him. I thought really? Frank was much more of a likable character. You're kidding. No. I thought Frank was horrible. Why? For multiple reasons, including seducing his brother's wife on their wedding day. She's hot. What are you going to do? Eh. So, yeah. Larry goes to check something, and uh, they cut to a scene where Frank is just cutting up a rat. That's in... uh... That's in a bedroom scene. Yeah. It was weird. I thought that's where Larry was going to bite it. They kill two more guys. And then oh, Kirsty, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wrote a lot of freaking notes for this movie because I was just like, I'm, I'm, I want to forget this later. <laughs> so Julia feeds more men to Frank. Yes. And then Kirsty gets, she's kind of onto Julia. Larry and Kirsty have a dinner together. Yeah. And Larry says he's really concerned about Julia because she's not leaving the house anymore. Right. And so he's like, can you go over and talk to her? And you can tell Kirsty really doesn't like Julia, which well, is understandable. Yeah. A stepmom kind of situation. But uh, yeah, so Kirsty comes over. She sees Julia leading another man into the house. Right. So she's on to her. Yeah. Yeah. She stays downstairs while he's being killed and eaten. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell if she heard a commotion she didn't. or not. She didn't. Okay. Kirsty then goes up to confront Julia and then meets Uncle Frank. There's a bit of a incestual yeah. kind of stuff going on here because he's like, Hello, Kirsty, come to daddy. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> but Kirsty steals the box and kicks the crap out of him. Yeah. And then she ends up in the hospital. Yeah, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Like she's just going crazy and well, ends up in the hospital. Well, she fainted, and people probably called nine one one or whatever it was in the eighties because I don't right. think nine one one existed in the early eighties, did it? Um, what, what year I was don't this know. movie? Eighty seven. Um, might have been around that time. Yeah. I don't remember when that came into play. But yeah. They, she wakes up in a bed, and I think she's tied to the bed. No. No, she's not tied to the she's bed. She's just locked into the room. That's the next movie. She's strapped to a bed. Oh. Yeah. But the the box is in there. The, the puzzle box. The doctor box. gives her the puzzle box. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Uh-uh. I almost thought that this wasn't even a hospital. This was just some sort of creepy. Dream. No, Kinda. just a, like a creepy place that oh. she ended up in. But oh. It's a hospital. Uh-huh. So she starts playing with the box. The box opens a door in the wall, mm-hmm. which is different from chains descending everywhere yes. and killing her. And she hears that baby cry again. Yeah. She walks into the hall uh, that this door had opened up mm-hmm. into. And she sees this scorpion-looking, yeah. She scary goes. She goes down the corridor quite a thing. bit. It seemed like, but yeah. is he a cenobite as well? He's a cenobite. Okay. And it chases her, and she runs out, and then she runs into the uh, the actual cenobites. Oh yes. And they speak for the first time here. Two of them do. 
two of them had no ability to speak whatsoever. Mm-hmm. All four of them had lines, though. Really? In, in the original script, all four of them had lines, but because they couldn't, the other two couldn't speak. This one that always has the chattering yes. teeth, and the one that everybody calls Butterball. He's kind of blobby looking. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the lines were given to Pinhead, who is in the credits as the lead Cenobite. Oh. He's not called Pinhead here. Huh. And the woman Cenobite. So with her, she has like her throat open and she's got wires and it's kind of cool looking. And disturbing. Yeah. And she, she didn't come back for the third film because she hated the makeup sitting in the makeup chair. I can understand that. It looked uncomfortable. Yeah. The, uh, the lead actor, the, the, the guy who played Pinhead, he went to a rap party after the movie was made and people just were avoiding him they didn't know who he was oh because they didn't recognize they didn't recognize him uh from the film at all because of all the prosthetic right so that's a funny story kirstie makes a deal with them because they're gonna they're gonna take her yeah and she's like no you want frank and they're like oh yeah we want frank yeah she says that frank had escaped and they're like nobody escapes and it's like yeah yeah somebody did (laughs) yeah And, and if the movies had taken the same tone uh, from this one and the second one, all throughout their entire series, like there are nine of these movies. Oh my god! Why? Yeah, and the first two are the clo- more closely. Isn't that usually related. how sequels are? Sometimes the third one takes kind of a turn, and then after four, they're just made for video garbage. Mm-hmm. But my favorite line from from Pinhead is will tear your soul apart. Mm-hmm. Not your flesh, your soul. Yeah, they, they seem serious. So Frank does kill Larry. Yes. And uh, Frank and Julia decide that they're going to have one hell of an afternoon. Yeah, and it's odd because Frank now looks like Larry. Yeah. But well, not a fully formed Larry. No, like his ears all mangled and his eyes so did he or get his cheek in, is out of place. Did he get in Larry's skin? Yeah. Okay, because I blinked and I was like, wait, why does he look like him now? Oh, because so, they didn't show it. Okay. They just inferred that it happened. Okay, because I was like, I, I don't know how this happened. Nobody does. Okay, okay. Yeah. Kirsty shows up to the house. She wants to talk to her dad comes to some understanding that her dad is dead it took a while it did she's like talking to him and i'm like his ears not fully formed he's got goo weird residue around like his scalp area it's like he clearly does not look like your dad right what is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) and yeah she sees larry's body in the on the floor eventually yeah and she doesn't think it's her dad though because he's missing skin right and then the cenobites show up again yes and uh they want larry or they want they want frank they they're like we want who did this and she's like no because that's my dad and it's like you're stupid because that's not you know right and frank kills julia in an attempt to kill kirsty right and then he goes, it's nothing personal. And then he drains her of her blood. Right. But somehow, she ends up in her bed 
mm-hmm. with hooks in her holding the box. Right. Like, how the heck did that happen? Well, you have to set something up. Jack. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just terrible. And then he chases Kirsty through the house. Yes. And eventually the Cenobites find Frank. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get the hooks on him. Oh. They rip him apart. But before he gets ripped fully apart, he says, Jesus wept. What was that about? Okay, so the, the, the true story is he they in the script it says F you. Okay. But for some reason an on the fly decision was made to quote the shortest scripture of the Bible. That's dumb. Yeah, and it's very dumb. It made no sense. It makes no sense. None at all. And then they rip him apart. Yep. And you're like, well, bye, Frank. Right. And then the Cenobites start coming after Kirsty. Yes. And then she figures out how to use that like a weapon. Yeah. She uses the box to destroy the Cenobites. I don't know if it's destroying. It's yeah. definitely sending them to their dimension. It's sending them all back. Yeah. What's funny here is the house starts to collapse a bit inside. Yeah. And her boyfriend, who I called Denny in through almost the entire movie in my notes, yeah. whose name is actually Steve, <laughs> <laughs> he comes in to save her, and she's, like, using the box to get rid of things. And he tries to take the box from her, like, dude. Yeah. Learn your role. Back the heck off. But yeah, it, she they eventually they get out of the house. Mm-hmm. All the Cenobites have been defeated. They walk out to a field. Is it Hobo Town? Because there's little fires everywhere. Well, it looks like Detroit, so probably okay. And uh, he they they burn the box. Yes. And then this uh, vagrant, the one that was caught eating the crickets, comes over turns into a giant dragon well first he grabs the box and yeah. catches on fire uh-huh. and then he melts and then he turns into a giant dragon a skeletal dragon yeah i'm like and flies away okay so is he a minion of the cenobites is he a minion of the box is he a minion of the chinese vendor because we the next thing we see is the box is back in the exact same spot it was at the very beginning of the movie with the vendor I believe all these questions are answered in Hellraiser 2. You know they're not. And Hellraiser 3. Liar. There are multiple boxes. It's not just one box. It's not just one box? No. So the box is supposed to either open a pain or pleasure, right? Or is it the same thing? It's the same thing. Because people are into hooks. Yeah. And I don't understand that. This movie was very innovative. Before people casually got tattoos Uh and piercings, this movie came out and these people had uh, mangled flesh, hooks, things like that. The bondage uh, community was overjoyed that their people were being uh, uh, represented. I, I just don't find this sexy. It's leather and and pins and uh, getting hung on hooks. Yeah, that's not that that that's not sexy. That's not that's that's gross. That hurts. So I know some people are into that, and I'm yeah. not judging them. I'm I'm not because 
whatever you get off on, that's fine. <laughs> but I'm not that kind of person who wants to get off on that. So yeah. I like the, the the overarching theme is like a BDSM type thing. Right. I think this is mostly M. It's just gross. It's it's disturbing. And I, it's not for me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we get we go full full circle again when yes. the Chinese man is uh, selling the uh, the Cenobite box. Yeah, and doesn't he like ask him uh, some weird question about pain or pleasure or something? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. It wasn't important. And then credits. And then credits. Yep. The weird thing. Okay, there's lots of weird things. But the thing that got me to begin with was when they're doing the credits at the beginning. Yeah. All of the names are in capitals and underlined. And I was like, did they just figure out how to underline fonts? Yeah, they absolutely did. it was did. a little weird. So Clive Barker actually had to uh, quickly edit this film. Um, they had no money. So they hand painted the animations at the end. Really? On film. Oh. They took a whole entire weekend and they painted That's on film pretty impressive all the, actually. All the animation. Yeah. It was his first movie he directed. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even look to see if he's directed any other movies. He produced the second movie and then it was out of his hands. Yeah. So he so, he's a writer. Yeah, he's a horror writer. He's British. Okay. And he writes short stories and long form are, novels. Are they all about BDSM? No. Oh, okay. They're all horror Just books. Just horror. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never know. Some people they get they get something are on a, a tangent and they just stay there. Yeah, like Stephanie Meyer. Or you know, a lot of writers. Uh, what's that one your mother loves? Uh, Jude Devereaux. I'm pretty sure all of those books are the same with just different characters. Yeah, I'm names. sure of that, too. Like, minor detail it's changes. Like Any pre- Harlequin mo- uh, novel. Pre-Victorian era sex-crazed <laughs> women. So, what did you like about the movie? Nothing. Liar. No. I did not like this movie at all. I did not like any of the scenes. What? I did not like the characters. And there I can was, honestly say, I did not like anything about this movie. There were zero likable characters in this movie? The, the boyfriend was okay, but you know, even... Denny? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how much I didn't like this movie. I didn't even know his name until the last scene, basically. Okay. Even Kirsty, who is semi-likable, I didn't like her. I didn't like her at all. Well, I liked Kirsty. I'm sure you did. She's pretty. It has nothing to do with her looks. <laughs> if she looked like a normal, gross woman, there you go. Whatever. I would still like Kirsty. But Kirstie. anyway, uh, she, if I had to pick anybody I liked, it would be Kirsty. Mm-hmm. But I still think her character was stupid. Right. What about uh, who did you hate the most? I think Julia. Yeah, Julia. I mean, it's I'm, a toss up between Julia and, and Frank. Larry. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't like Frank, but well, you're not supposed to you're like not supposed Frank. To like Frank or Julia. Uh, but this this has such a small cast. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just pick a person because there's too few people. I hate the Chinese guy at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. 
Racist. No, it has nothing to do with race. I just hate him because he sold that box to Frank. And is he real? Is he is he a minion of the Cenobites? Is he a Cenobite in disguise? I he, mean, he has a Mogwai as well. I'm sure he does. So He's probably got a bunch of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the music? Music was fine. It seemed appropriate. Yeah. Uh, the There's a industrial band that did the music for this movie. It's one of Clive Barker's favorite bands. That's awesome. So yeah, there's, that's that's Hellraiser, guys. Go out and see it. <laughs> it's on Hulu. It's part of Huluween. If you're not into, you know, meat hooks, you might want to skip it. Yeah. So next week, we got a doozy. Oh? Yep. This one, I haven't found much about this movie. Really? So Hulu does a thing called Into the Dark. Yes. Every... Holiday is represented, but with a horror twist. Okay. So the first one that they did, and they're doing it again this year uh, for another and year. And it's not repeating? It's it's brand new? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so the first one was called The Body. Okay. It's about a hitman who killed a guy, and it's just trying to transport that body to a deposit location so he can get his money. That is the plot of the movie. All right. It's kind of comical. It stars nobody I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. But it's on Hulu. They did 12 of them already. They're going to do another 12. Interesting. Um, with uh, something Annie. I saw a trailer today, actually, for a horror movie called uh, The Turning. Yeah. It's either Turning or The Turning. It stars uh, Finn Wolfhard from uh, yeah. Stranger Things Stranger and Things. It. And uh, it's based off the story, The Turning of the Screw. Oh, okay. Um, you mean The Taming of the Shrew? No, The Turning of the Screw. Sounds the same. It's, sounds like we're saying the same it, words. We're not. Anyway. Osage. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it looks good. It looks like he's creepy. Yeah. Um, There might be some paranormal stuff. Right. But... As I was watching the trailer, I was like, if this turns into the same plot as that Nicole Kidman movie where it turns out they're all dead and she's just got dead oh, kids. the others? Yes, that movie. If it's this, I'm going to be disappointed because it looks good. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Uh, oh, and Castle Rock's coming back soon. Castle Rock is coming back. And I really dig the trailer. I'm a big fan of uh, the chick that is going to be playing Lizzie Annie Kaplan. Wilkes. Yeah. People on Reddit are like, so is this in the Stephen King universe? Is it supposed to be setting up some kind of Stephen King plot? And people are oh, like, geez. no, it's Stephen King inspired. It doesn't mean that Annie Wilkes from 40 years ago is now a kid or a young woman. No. I love Reddit, but some of them are idiots. Just saying. <laughs> you can say that about anybody on the internet right yeah. now. What did I watch today? Oh, I was watching like the history of uh, the, uh, you know how in the 70s, late 60s into the 70s, they made all these movies. That they made Dracula and the Mummy again, and they made oh, the yeah, Wolfman uh-huh. again. They made all those. I think they're called the Hammer Collection hmm. or the Hammer Era. 
Okay. Because they're all those universal monsters uh-huh. updated for the 70s. And so that was kind of interesting and how it kind of saved television for a little while because really? they, were, they were shown on tele- television. Um, they were shown in the theaters and television. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting to watch. So anyway, if you like our podcast, and we know you do, you can follow us on Facebook. We are Happy Funtime Movie Hour. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at Funtime Movies 1. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. We are on many platforms to listen to, so you can subscribe to our podcast and get it just uploaded into your phone once a week. And we, we, we're on, what, Google Podcasts, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher, we're on uh, Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio. Podchaser. Podchaser, everything. So, thank you for listening, and go watch a movie.